Hello, everyone, and welcome to the third episode of I Hate This Movie. I am Isaiah. With me, as always, is my beautiful wife, Ashley. Hello. And uh, I know we kind of been throwing things around the first two episodes and doing using kind of different formats, just me and Ashley, and then we had a special guest last week. Uh, we're going to do one more kind of new format, which is going to be kind of a special that we'll do just every now and again, which uh, is different. Ash, you want to explain what we're doing different? Well, this week, Isaiah is picking a movie that we've both seen. No. No? No. Then I guess I don't understand what the format is this time. The special one is where I just pick the movie. Well, I think I I hit it out of the ballpark with this that choice. I'm going to hate it? Yeah. It's not Requiem for a Dream, is it? No, it's not Requiem okay. for a Dream. Because I did hate that movie. No, no. So, to change the subject, how was your Christmas? It was good. Very busy. It's hard having a two-year-old and just yes, the chaos is. that having her and just taking her everywhere. So. Well, with the holiday season around and... The new Star Wars being in theaters. I decided to combine something that you love. Okay. Christmas season. Okay. With something that I love. Star Wars. And tonight, you and I are going to be watching the Star Wars Holiday Special. Is this Family Guy? No, this is not Family Guy. This is a movie, made for TV movie, that came out shortly after the original Star Wars. It stars a lot, or it doesn't star, but it has cameos by a lot of the original cast members of Star Wars. Is this Spaceballs? No, this is not Spaceballs. This is an honest-to-goodness movie that came out made for TV, so there's going to be a couple of random like commercial breaks. And uh, they took Star Wars actors and put them in, in like little cameo five, ten-minute spots to tie it into Star Wars. Uh, but the movie itself, the only thing I remember... Is that it's about uh, Chewbacca. It's about his wife and his kid. Oh my god. Okay, what's it called? Star Wars Holiday Special. Are you serious? Yes. Okay. I have a feeling I'm going to hate this movie. I think you will. But that's why it's called I Hate This Movie. Right, Ash? Yes. Yes, you are correct. So... Uh, we are going to go watch the Star Wars Holiday Special, which I had to find online. It's obviously not. Uh, the funny thing about the Star Wars Holiday Special, uh, the people who made it don't want anybody to see it. Because it's bad. A lot of the big time actors that you're going to see didn't want to be in it. So half the time, they're a little bit drunk or drugged up. Is this like Jackass? Like on film. No. No, this is like a legit movie, but none of the people wanted to be there. Okay. I'm and then the people who made it tried now. to bury it. I'm very curious now. Let's go watch it, and then we can come back and discuss it. Yes. So, we're going to go watch the Star Wars Holiday Special. Uh, once we get this podcast online and everything, I'm going to make a page and be able to put links on it. So, I'll be able to put the link to this video if you want to go enjoy it yourselves. It's a great holiday ritual that you can start with your families. I think it's one that we'll start here after tonight. I hope not. But, uh, all right, we're going to go watch the movie and then come back and discuss. Okay, we are back from what I'm just going to call a roller coaster of a movie. Ash, first impressions? 
What do you got? Well, let me start off by saying that it was a holiday special. It certainly that was. was from, like, the 70s. But if you would watch any holiday special 80s. or a whatever, any holiday special that would have aired, like, this year, you know, there's a lot of the same similarities. You know, you've got, you know, a silly kind of storyline, and then you break for, like, the music and... You know, there's famous people make cameos, and that was by far the worst one that I've ever seen. Yeah, but it's Star Wars, so it was the best one. You've no, ever that seen. doesn't matter. It does. So basically, let's let's run down the plot of the movie. There wasn't a plot. There was a plot. The plot was Chewie's wife and family waiting for him to get home. <laughs> That is a stretch. That's the that's what they did. That was the plot, is them waiting for Chewie to go. Basically, uh, Han and Chewie are out on an errand, and it happens to be Life Day on Kashyyyk, the home planet of the Wookiees, uh, which I guess is some crazy Wookiee holiday uh, involving candles and robes and walking into a star. But anyways, they're out of town, and they're trying to get back, and because they are... Uh, Part of the Rebel Alliance, the Empire puts a lookout for him and essentially puts the whole planet on lockdown. Meanwhile, Chewie's wife, Mala, his uh, son, I believe, right? The little kid? Yeah. Yeah. Named Lumpy. And then his dad, uh, Chewie's dad, Itchy. (laughs) Real names, by the way. Uh, All live in their house. And they're put on lockdown, wait for, and everybody's worried for Chewie to get home. And throughout the movie, different Star Wars uh, characters, Leia, C-3PO, Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, uh, all make cameo appearances, essentially uh, calling in to the Wookiee household to see how Chewie and Han are doing. And they're having trouble getting back because of the Empire. So that's basically the whole movie, and they fill time by cutting to random songs, or cameo appearances by 70s celebrities, 80s celebrities that we don't recognize because we're not quite old enough. Uh, I did yes. recognize Jefferson Airplane had a music video in there. No, I did not know who they are. I still don't yeah, know who I know. they are. I know you don't. But, uh, spoiler alert, Han and Chewie make it home in time for the Life Day celebration, uh, which involved holding a candle up into the sky with a bunch of other Wookiees. And I will say this. I will be a fan of any Christmas movie that ends with Princess Leia singing a solo about joy and the tree of life. I thought that was weird, too. Nothing about a tree of life of an, up until Leia's little speech at the end. Well, there wasn't anything even Christmassy about it. So, so calling no, it a Christmas well, is they, like a stretch. It's That's because it's not a Christmas. That's why they call it a holiday special. Because it's on mm. Kashyyyk. So they don't have Christmas. They have Life Day. Oh, I think it's lame. Well, did you notice that the, uh, care, or the shopkeeper, what was his name? I wrote it down. Fondon. I think is what I have. Yeah, Fondon is what I have written down. He kind of acts like Santa. Did you notice that? He came into the Wookiee household and just no, started handing out gifts. I handing did out not gifts. notice that. I think you were... Do you remember that? 
Sing? Yes, yes, but he's no. I think that you're. It's stretching. a holiday special. You're he's stretching. He shows up, big old happy guy, big old belly, and he's handing out gifts. Like out of a bag, he pulls out a toy for the little boy, and then he pulls out a toy for the uh, wife. Which, oddly, he says, uh, "You gotta give me something first. And then he's friends with Chewy, this shopkeeper. And he wants a little bit of sugar from Chewie's wife. I thought that was odd. I just thought it was gross. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's start to run through our notes. Kind of go on one scene at a time here. Okay, can I go first? Go ahead, sorry. Okay, the first thing that I had written down. Yes. And I feel like I should state this, that this was the first time that I ever really wrote anything down for any of the movies. I have, you like didn't. I want to note that you Five did, pages. You did not want to take notes until the movie started. Oh, and no. we got a minute <laughs> in and you looked at me and you said, okay, pause it. I want to grab my notebook. I need my notebook. Okay. The first thing I wrote was, Chewie's home looks like the set from Barney. From Barney? Yes. So for the rest of the thing, the house I deemed Barney's treehouse. I didn't see Barney's house. Yes, the inside. The inside looked just like like the set from Barney. Ah, uh, the grandpa looks terrifying. Okay, <laughs> should we say that itchy. all he wanted for Life Day was like to dream of a hooker? That's all. He, that's all. Necessarily what he wanted, but that's what he got. It was no, no, like that's this, what it was. It looks had, like she was having like down. an orgasm. I have it written down. We'll get to it in a second, but I have that written down as a uh, uh, porn chair. <laughs> yes. So anyways, uh, the movie starts in the Wookiee household as they're all kind of just hanging out. The little kids getting into messes and annoying people, I guess. And I actually had to write it down. Uh, there's 13 minutes of movie. Oh, the before, first, yes. There's 13 minutes of movie before we hear the first spoken word. The rest is just random Wookiee noises with no subtitles. So you kind of just have to guess as to... What? Because they're all talking to each other. You're just like looking in the window of this Chewbacca's home, which I've named the Bacas. So Mala Baca, Lumpy Baca, Itchy Baca, or Barney's Treehouse. Or Bar- and they all live in Barney's Treehouse. Um. Yeah. It. Hmm. There's a lot happening because. One thing that I would like to note too. One thing that really bothered me was how inaccurate everything was, like to the original movie. Like, the furniture was not accurate. It was such a cheap movie, though, Ashley. They oh, threw it all together. It doesn't matter. I'm like, it they does. got all That's of- why it was so wildly inaccurate, is because of how cheap it was. They didn't want to put the money into actually recreating it. Okay, tell so me this, though. They got the though, cheapest, closest since, knockoff. Since when do they have Legos? They don't have Legos. Oh, no, no, no. Little, little Wookiee got Legos. No, I know that, but I mean. <sighs> that was one of the gifts from Santa. From Fondon. Santa Trader. Or Trader. Trader Santa. Yeah, and then they had the chessboard from the Millennium Falcon. They had it in their house. Do you remember when Chewbacca's playing like chess with R2 D2 in episode four? No. Okay, well he does. And Was that he, the projector screen? Yeah, that's when he watches the circus. Yes. There's like I a swear, there's like a ten were, minute scene. They were where he, like on acid. There's a 10-minute scene like. where uh, Lumpy, the kid, is watching this hologram circus being performed in front of him. It has nothing to do with the movie. This is one of the little side bits that we're talking about with like famous people. Only this is no famous people, nothing song or anything like that. Just this weird, really like 
bad Cirque du Soleil. And then he gets up and leaves. That was odd. I admit, I also noted that uh, Lumpy the Kid sounds like a Tauntaun. Is that one of the little bears? No, those are Ewoks. Tauntauns oh. are the animals they ride on in episode 5 on Hoth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's what the Wookiee sounded like. Uh, Lumpy, excuse me. Gotcha. Let's keep going. This came out in the 70s and they had FaceTime. That's part of the way they jumped around to different people and brought in different uh, actors, if mm-hmm. you will, is with this FaceTime wall. But I thought it was cool. They invented it. But they didn't invent a uh, translator. So they could FaceTime. They FaceTime Luke, but he can't understand anything they're saying to him because they're just Wookiees. We talked a little bit about how like they would jump to different actors or whatever. And so one of them was the cartoon. Oh, when, talk about the yeah, when Lumpy when Lumpy sits down to watch the the stormtroopers are coming in at this point to raid the house. Yes, because they're looking for Chewbacca, and so they come into this house and to distract Lumpy, he's just gonna sit down and he's gonna watch a cartoon, and it's something's wrong with the Millennium Falcon, and Luke goes to chase it, and Chewie's driving it, and Han Solo's somewhere. He's like button. hanging upside down. Look, he looks like he's dead. They've been attacked like I, by something. Yeah, it says that it looks like Chewie kidnapped Han. So Luke goes after him. They end up landing on like this chewed up gumball planet. That... Yes, and I would just like to say that on this planet, the Loch Ness monster is very well alive uh, and likes yes. to eat everything. But it's fantastic animation. It is it... actually pretty good for the eighties. So uh, Boba Fett makes an appearance in this animation and he's helping out Luke get back to the Millennium Falcon to find it's an animated little mini about these main characters Luke, Chewie, Han, Leia so they're they're looking for what is it again? The Some talisman. Yeah they're looking for a talisman so it's this weird offshoot little animation that has nothing to do kind of a running plot or running theme of this movie is it has nothing to do with the plot itself but we watched it and uh, so Boba Fett helps Luke find the Millennium Falcon, then helps Chewie find. What well, did he, he and Chewie go to get? Find out that Luke and Han fall under this thing called a human sleeping virus. Yes. But why does it not affect Boba Fett? I was wondering that too, and the only thing I can think is that because he's a clone. Well, that's stupid, because he's still human. I mean, he still has lungs. I agree. He would have to breathe it in. Are you really trying to punch holes in this plot? Like, that's where you're going to punch... That's... You're like, this is is the issue. Yeah. I know. It's... I I thought the same thing. It was very disconcerting. Maybe it's the helmet. Maybe the helmet blocks... I don't know. But it... So... Oh, one great part about the animation is... uh, They have to go into town to get something... Boba Fett does. He's like, hey, I gotta go in town and get this thing. And Chewbacca starts growling, and C-3PO is like, Chewie says that he has to go with you. And Boba Fett makes this big deal like, you're only gonna slow me down, but alright, if you have to, then let's go. And it's like, I kind of laughed at that, that it was like, a, no, you can't. Alright, fine, let's go. It was a, didn't take much convincing to get Chewie along for the ride. So it turns out that he's actually... A bad guy. And he's working for... He's Darth Vader's right-hand man. Which is just like in the original movie. 
Yeah. Right. Except he's not really Boba or Vader's right hand no, man. He's just true. a bounty hunter. Yeah. But um, after they come out of, out of that, I have it written down. I can't remember what he does exactly, but like the Imperial Guards are searching Chewie's house while this kid is watching this animation. Barney's Treehouse. Barney's Treehouse. And they come out of it. And the Imperial Guard is standing there next to Mala, which is Chewie's wife, and like looks at her and he goes, Meh, that'll keep him busy for a while. Yeah, and they like, send the kid, the kid up to clean up the mess. They just destroy yeah, his that's room. Yeah, that's right. And, like, they just go in and trash his animals. room. For no reason other than to keep the kid busy. And yeah. it's one thing if the Imperial Captain had like gloated to like a stormtrooper and he's like, oh yeah, that check out what we did. He does it to the kid's mom. He's like, hey, check out what we did to your son's room. That's, That'll keep him busy for a while. That's the one part of this movie that you're going to poke holes in. That absolutely is. I get your point. Sorry, I called you No, out. that's fine. That is okay. fine. Um, Let's talk about when Han and Chewie finally arrive to Barney's treehouse. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. They finally arrive. And... As they right before they arrive, it's a everybody, terrible fight scene. I'm sitting there. I'm it's like, not a fight scene. <laughs> exactly, it should have been. I mean, like Chewie could have single-handedly just thrown him off of the treehouse, but he didn't. But Instead, he, did. he awkwardly spun around so that it, that way the stormtrooper's back was to Han, and Han like just karate chops the blaster out of his hand. <laughs> The hits side, the ground and sidesteps it. Doesn't sidestep it, just like slaps out his hand. They they square up to each other and the blaster's on the ground by the edge. And Han like jukes like he's gonna go for it. Like what what? And then the trooper just like dies for it. Superman lays out and just jumps off oh, the yeah. edge. Okay, so then Han then goes over to little Wookiee and just like Lumpy. picks him up. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, dude, this is like a little bear. He probably weighs over 50 pounds. There's no way you'd be able to just pick him up and set him on your hip. Okay, I can pick up something over 50 pounds and put it on my hip. But it was a very awkward like <laughs> grab. He like, what? This is, oh, well, I was, no, no, I was no, no, crying no. when did this thing happened. Did you because hear he picks, he... Let me finish. He picks him up and like side holsters <laughs> him. He goes, oh, you're okay, you're okay. And then, like, looks at Chewie, like, oh, wait, yeah, this is your kid. And goes, here's your daddy. And, like, passes him off. Well, it doesn't, no, he says, because you had to go back and we had to rewatch the scene twice, was he says, hey, sweetheart, are you okay? Hey, sweetheart, you okay? Check it out, Lumpy, like, everything's square. All right, good. Here's your daddy. And, like, shuffles him off, so. Oh, that was good. And then they come in and have a great reunion. And then there's this really touching romantic awkward embrace Gross. between Mala and Chewie where they just like they just stare at each other worse, for good, like worse than walking seconds. in on your parents doing it and then like Mala is looking up at the ceiling for some reason and Chewie's like sniffing her neck which essentially they look like animals so it kind of makes sense and then they just like hug and they worse, kiss for a second worse and then they hug. than walking in on your parents that is what I'm saying <sighs> that's the notebook for Wookiees which you just saw <laughs> no not even close it is. You wouldn't know. Okay, moving on. The movie wraps up once Han and Chewie show up. Everything is good. Uh, Han talks about multiple times about how he just loves everybody. You're family he, to me. Oh, man, he had to be under the influence of something in the last couple of scenes that he filmed because, yeah, he was just, I love you guys really more than anything. And... They meet up with the Wookiees, all of the Wookiees, and there's like a big ceremony with them all wearing red robes. 
And then Leia and Luke show up. Leia sings them a song about joy. And then... What happens after that? That's the end, right? Well, no. Then you phase into black. And then it opens up and they're all sitting there at the table. Grunting and moaning at each other. <laughs> Just... And then, and then more, it's done. Having more Wookiee conversations fade to black. I'm sure they were telling some great, like, one-liner oh, yeah. at the end, you know, cap off a great movie, but... <coughs> Excuse me. And then that's how the movie ends. And it really was quite a journey. Okay, Isaiah, what was your favorite line from this movie? My favorite line... Um, I actually have a couple of them... <laughs> a couple of them highlighted. And so I will... I'm going to go ahead and narrow it down to my favorite line that was in the movie and my favorite line out of the movie. I'll explain okay. when I get there. So my favorite line in the movie was when uh, Mala was trying to watch the cooking show. <laughs> It's a big dinner for family. Another little random, hey, let's throw in a celebrity. And it was just some person dressed up like a weird robot. She reminded me of Mom from Futurama. Yeah, except that it was a guy. It was a guy. and Dressed were, as a female. And he was making some food. That just had magical arms appear. And, yeah, like Shiva. She had four spin, arms, spin, something. Whisk, 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 spin, beat, 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 beat. Yeah, it was, well, it was funny. Stupid. But she's chopping up meat for this dinner, and she goes, "Now all you need to do is cut it up into the size or into a uh, what does she say? Cut it into bite-sized pieces." And then she looks at the camera with the knife in her hand, and she goes, "Only you know the size of the bite in your family." Wink, and then like winks at the camera and like stabs at the camera with the knife. And for some reason, that just came off as hilarious when I was watching it. The only you know the size of the bite in your family. Wink. Yeah. So that one. And my favorite out of the line, or out of the movie line, was uh, when we were about 15, 20 minutes into the movie. And you looked at me and said, is there a commercial break? Or no, it started. It was the first commercial break. And you were like, are we going to watch commercials? And I said, no, it's just a commercial break. And then this is the quote that I have from Ashley. I wish we were watching the actual commercials. <laughs> Just because you didn't want to watch the movie that much. It was terrible. Okay, so I have a best line. and that's, then my I have, se- that's my second favorite line. My favorite line is part of my scene, so I'll get okay, to that later. So I have my best line, and then I have the worst line. So what do you want me to start off with first? Uh, let's hear your best line. Okay. No, let's hear your worst line. My worst End line. On a high note. So what's your worst line? Worst line was, this was from Trader Santa. Why all the Fond long, on. hairy faces? Yes, I actually have that written down on my notes, too. Why all the, he kept cracking one It was terrible. It was terrible. He was... Yeah, he... Anyways, and then my was a great best line yes. was from the cartoon. Okay. And it was C-3PO. And he's talking... He's like, hurry, R2, or we will be dessert soon. When, like, lock When, oh, when the, the monster is starting to eat the ship. Yeah, they crash on... The planet and their Y-Wing, and he just starts mm. munching away at it. Hurry, we'll be dessert. Oh, yes. Okay. My favorite scene, and I don't have a, a least favorite scene because it was, like, pretty much all of it was terrible. 
But I will say that my the best scene that I got a kick out of that made like the most sense to me, but at the same time it made the least sense to me mm-hmm. was with the golden gor- girl as the bartender. Oh, at in, Tatu- the, in the Katina yeah. on Tatooine. Yes. Um, and I just like my notes. It was just a whole bunch of questions. So I'll just read off what I put. I was like, I was like, but why is this in this movie? And then like the line of where like she's talking to the different people and she's like, you do it your way. And then like he says something and then she's like, okay, well, I'm going to do it my way. What do you want to drink? And then another line was the empire has closed us down. Well, they did. They they, they imposed a curfew. They did. And then she's trying to get everyone out of the bar and they're just refusing to leave and refusing to leave and refusing to leave. And so finally she's like, okay, one last tab. And then she's like, this tab is for the Empire. And then she starts singing. So it yes. just cuts so random. And so you see all she's of these... She's the Pied Piper of drunkards. Oh, yes. And so then you see all these different characters. And I'm not as familiar with this, the movies as you are. I have this written down. There's a cameo by the guy who gets his arm cut off by Obi-Wan Kenobi in episode oh, okay. four. He dances with her during her song. Okay. But anyways, I was sitting there. And all of a sudden, there's like this giant rat... Yes, sitting in a in a in a uh, and it just booth. did it and didn't make sense to me. And then she I'm just gonna it. end end it with the fact that the song went on forever. It was a long song. It was a ballad. <laughs> okay, Zay, what was your favorite scene? My favorite scene was when Han and Chewie finally make it back to uh, what do you call it, Barney's Treehouse? Yes, Barney's Treehouse. Just that whole sequence of them. So the the there were three stormtroopers and a captain, and uh, Lumpy uses this communicator that he got to send a fake message to the troopers that says all units report back to base. So they all leave except the captain leaves one stormtrooper there in case the Wookiee, Chewbacca, and Han Solo come back. Well, lo and behold, they do. And, uh... They send the trooper hurtling down to his death from the top yes, of the tree. but just that whole sequence between Han awkwardly karate chopping the blaster out of his hand to awkwardly picking up Lumpy on, like, his hip, <laughs> looking the at him, and then, re- and then yeah. realizing, wait, this is your kid. Here's your daddy. And, like, pass. <laughs> Passes. You, you did. Could, you did. Oh, you, I was you crying. Giggles for like because it was, five it was, minutes. They don't have some guy who looks like Han Solo. They have Harrison Ford doing this, and then he walks in and like he's hugging Mala and Itchy, and to hear Han Solo say things like, "Oh man, Itchy, look how much Lumpy has grown." It's just, oh, it was it was something magical. Okay, so, to wrap things up, we've gone just a touch long. Um, we're going to try and keep them short normally, but this one, it's a good movie, so we went a little, a little bit long. So, Ashley, to wrap things up. No, you have to say if you what you thought of the, I start Isaiah. Did you hate this movie? I did not. I'm not sure why you started this. Because I I'm picked the, the hater. Movie. I know, I picked the movie. I'm supposed to know. No, we always ask, though, the person who picked it what they thought of the movie. Though I guess in this case, since you'd already seen it, it was kind of redundant. But anyways. I liked the movie. Okay. 
I am ready for you to ask me my question. Ashley, did you yes. did you hate the movie? Yes, I did. It made May the Force Be With You cheesy. No, well, okay. It did. It did kind of. It did. But oh, it's the Star Wars Holiday Special. That doesn't mean that's any good. Spaceballs not... was better than this. Yeah, I know. Spaceballs is a fantastic that movie. Fanboys was like ten times better than this. Fanboys is a pretty good movie. I'm waiting for the you to throw Family a bad movie. Guy. Star Wars was better than this. Family Guys were pretty good. I have them all. I will say this. Yeah. This movie is in between Nacho Libre and Dumb and Dumber. For how much I hate it. Not worse than Dumb and Dumber? No, it is worse than Dumb and Dumber. Yes, finally. We found something that's worse than Dumb and Dumber on Ashley's scale of stupid movies. I know. I almost... I really thought about making you watch Dumb and Dumber. All I have to say is that Payback is a bitch. I'm sure it is. Watch your mouth. I'm sorry. But anyways... That is all. I'm thinking, uh, I have an idea that I want to suggest to you. Maybe we should have the picker pick the movie for the next week. So that way if we have people listening and they want to watch the movie, so that when we, when we discuss it, they can kind of follow along. Okay. But either way, we got to wrap things up. We'll discuss it more. We will. Um, we'll be back next week with a regular episode. Back to picker picking three movies, chooser. Or hater choosing one of the three we watch it and discuss. So, have a great week, and we will see you next time. See you later.